I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. our director of group operations who's been joining me every single week for the last 10 weeks can you believe it's week 10 i can't believe it i can't believe it i feel like i say that every week but like week 10 man i get it i get it well yeah and i say this right the first four weeks everyone's super gung-ho you know they're excited they're stoked they're motivated you know that messy middle like oh my goodness this is taking forever am i ever gonna get there working through the fields doing all the things and then the last four weeks it flies by like i wish there was a way you could bottle i wish there was a way we could bottle so many things up with this process but (laughs) really truly the people are already starting to thank us so thank you very much and thanks i'm like stop thanking us we have three weeks left stop it everyone knock it off Totally. We still have time. We still have time. Did you feel that your first group? Like, you know, did you feel the time starting to tick? Like, how'd you feel? Yeah, I mean, always. Like- yeah, absolutely. Always. I always felt it ticking. Um, I still feel it ticking. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I feel like everybody wants to get to the end game, right? And that's fair. And that's fair. And we all want to get there. And that's the thing is that we just have to be patient on the way. Yeah, I mean... Definitely. There's definitely a lot of future tripping going on to the end of the program. A lot yeah. of people are asking, how much do you think I can lose in the next three weeks? You know, what do you think I could do? Like, do you, you know, get it? Maybe some people are getting close to their goals, you know, starting to get in their own way in that way. You know, like there's, there's definitely a lot going on in the group right now. Uh, but I, I do think overall, it's a really great week. We yeah. introduced back on track. Love back on track. Love back on track. Love yes. And this is one of those tools that you're going to use for your lifetime. Honestly, back on track is just such an amazing tool to have. So it's really great to know when to use it, you know, when to be effective with it. Um, but yeah, like keep working hard. You still have three weeks. Don't say goodbye yet. Don't, you know, plan your next, don't give up at the end and then, you know, finish strong, finish yes. strong. Always just to say like, you know, we don't slow down around here. We ramp it up. Like, Definitely. We ramp it up and I want everybody to ramp up their journeys as well. Yeah. Right to the very last day. And I know people are tired and it seems like it's taking forever. And I have on my check-in, I I noticed some people were like, you know, am I going to be able to reach my goal? What if I don't 
what if I don't reach my goal? Well, you're going to have to keep working towards that. You know, you have three weeks left in here. You have four weeks before the January group starts. That's like seven weeks in total. Um, I know some of you probably have questions about how am I going to bridge the gap in between groups? You know, what if I don't want to sign up again, but I want to keep losing? You know, what if I reached my goal and I'm ready for maintenance? We're going to break it all down. But for, for right now, everyone needs to show up, continue to show up right to the very last day of the program. And we're going to break it down along the way. Okay, let's get into back on track. Of course, back on track. Back on track refers to the original food plan that is so ingrained because people have done it day after day, week after week, month after month. And now we're starting to phase people off that basic food plan. And you've got to stick around. If you're new to the program, you got to, you got to wait till we get into personalizing the plan. Then you're going to, you're going to understand. You're going to understand. So we introduced back on track for week 10, moving forward. When people go off the rails and indulge, they want to implement back on track for as many days as they need um, to, till they feel like, they're back on track. So yeah. back on track, the original food plan is really great for that, but it just so many people asking if they can go back and just work the original food plan moving forward. I'm just like, yeah, if there was a faster, quicker, more effective way, people, I'd be telling you how to do it. I want you to lose your weight sooner rather than later. I want you to do all the things to, for you to be successful, but to go back, like what, what is happening there? Is it just because my only theory is they lost weight in the beginning and now they're having a hard time now, but it's not because they're not doing back on track because each tweak is just better and better and better and more effective. To me, it's that their weight is just, there's probably solidifying their weight. Their body's taking time to solidify their weight, or maybe they're not as diligent as they were in the beginning, but like, where's this coming from insight on this one? Cause man, whoo. Uh, yeah, I just, it's a, it's, it's tough. So with back on track, um, you 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 have to use it when you when you need it when you move forward. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's the best tool to keep going back to. I think that when it comes to people, they love like for me, I loved the routine of the of the food plan, right? Like I love just working the food plan. I knew what I had to do. I set my timers. I got everything done. I felt like I was an A plus student and carried on my day, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas you know when you're doing all the tweaks, like downsizing, feeding the metabolism, as we move into personalizing the plan, you know, we really start having to step out of that box of routine mm -hmm. and doing the same thing over and over again, and actually having to like, think and, and work through all of those, you know, things that were and, and work on our mind body connection. You know, I think that that's a big thing. I've told you in the past, I haven't been quiet about it, where I never really not that I didn't believe in the mind body connection. I knew that existed and all that stuff. But like, I never felt that. So I never mm. I mean, I think you it has to be tangible for you to believe in almost sometimes. Yeah. And in my first round, like I said, I wanted to be an A plus student. I did all the things I, you know, whatever, whatever. And as we got into it, I actually had this conversation with Joanna yesterday. And then we get into personalizing the plan. And it was like, what do I do here? I don't really get it. I don't know what's going on, whatever, whatever. And then as soon as you let go of that whole mindset of like, I don't know what that is. I don't believe it. I don't know what it is. As soon as you kind of let that in and really start trusting your body, it all starts coming together. And I think that that's where going into routine it's like if you don't trust yourself it's so much easier to just do the same thing you know keep the status quo and really that's not the way right yeah because that first of all an aha moment people stepped into their comfort zone to start following the program and now we're asking them just when they got comfy we're asking yes. them to step out of their comfort zone again, okay. you know? It's that same, also people are like, well, why can't I just eat like this? Because, you know, it works for me. 
why would you want to like it's so time consuming like it's, this is not normal like and if you might have a day very well when you're not following the program anymore and you've lost your weight and you're just living in your life you might have a day where you know you're eating breakfast and eating a snack and eating lunch and eating a couple afternoon snacks and eating a dinner but you need to also recognize you might have a, a day where you're not hungry for breakfast you maybe have something a little bit for brunch you maybe 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 don't have a snack in the afternoon and have dinner like it's so it's it, i bring it back to kids i don't know if your kids were like this but mine were that they, they'd have days and weeks where they'd eat at a house and home and then they'd have days and weeks where you literally are like they won't eat anything and you're like how are they even surviving they're like yeah they won't eat and that's because they're not trying to screw you or manipulate anything or trying to lose weight they're just in tune to their fact that sometimes their body needs more and more often and sometimes their body needs less and to me like if you want to follow a certain food plan because it's easy, it's convenient, it works, that is so outside of yourself. And it's not because what your body actual, actually needs. And finally and forever kind of weight loss is about being in tune with what your body needs, not what you yes. want to do, not what's convenient for you. It's like getting in tune to that. And I think to your point, it's that resistance. People people are resistant because, man, I, I don't want to get too far into personalizing the plan. Personalizing the plan is still on plan. It's like, as soon as we drop personalizing the plan, everyone's like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm like, you're literally doing all of the things that you've done before. You're only really just not forcing yourself to eat when you're not hungry. And then I think that starts to freak people out because this is the point in the program where people start to say things like, is that all you're eating? Or, oh my gosh, you've lost too much weight. So we're starting to factor in what, what other people say. But yeah, that it's, I, I love back on track because it's a great tool to move forward. You don't want to stay on back on track for the rest of your life. It's not productive it's not maximizing it's none of those things you want to keep moving forward you got to trust you got to trust you got to trust yeah and we always say trust the process from the beginning right i think that that trust the process it resonates even harder close to this spot right because now we're we're getting out of like we just like you said we are comfortable we were uncomfortable we're now we're comfortable and now we're getting on you know we're getting uncomfortable again yeah. and having to deal with that but you took the words right out of my mouth Finally and forever means being in tune with your body, means yeah. knowing what to do, having the tools in your tool belt to be able to like navigate through life and not fall back into old habits, right? Yeah. And really, if you don't like trust the process now and really let that in, you're going to have to learn it eventually yeah. to get to that finally and forever. So be open to it, open yeah. to it and like really feel it. Trust yourself. Trust that you've done so much work to get here. I think that was my biggest problem. And that's why I always repeat it is that I really didn't trust myself. I didn't mm -hmm. trust myself at all because I just felt like I was following a plan like every other diet I did. And that's what I was supposed to be doing. Didn't think about, you know, that week three, those four mindfulness questions, the all that mind body connection stuff that came you know, later on when I did start trusting myself with the uh, personalizing the plan. And at that moment, it was like fireworks and all the good things, you know what I mean? Because it yes. all just kind of came together and made sense. Yeah, this is this is Patty. Trusting yourself enough to personalizing personalize the plan is hard. It took me four groups, right? Yes. And even then I had giraffe legs, like shaky about it, you know? Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I don't want that to scare anybody that they're not going to get it. It's that trust with yourself. That's, That's the it work. Is. It's not in following the instructions and personalizing the plan. It's it's the trusting yourself that took so long because we get so disconnected. We, we, we don't trust ourselves. You know, that's, that's a big part of it. Well, there's another comment that I uh, totally have had people commenting on my portions. 
took all my soul to stay in grace for them. Yeah, I know, right? Like this is, tis this, trying to find out who wrote that. Tis the season, tis, tis the season for that. So, so did you find this? It's the holidays, you you were losing weight. So you did your program in September. Uh, you you lost quite a bit of weight in the back end. So that would have been in time for the holidays. Yeah. Did you, had how, and I actually, you actually wrote that whole post on how to. <laughs> I did, yeah. Talk about it, and then I was like, "Yes, I'm I'm literally experiencing this, and I needed to uh, write it because I was like, it was one of those things that was like, oh, I'm gonna write a post about that, and I was like, no, I'm gonna write a post about this because this is happening to me in real time right now. It's coming out I, tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow. Timely yes. post. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. How to talk people's reactions to your weight loss? So share your tips on this. What was that like for you? Yeah, it was it was it was not easy. We talked about this briefly last week. It was not easy. Um, you know, when you're doing something so great for yourself, it really sucks when the people you love are ragging on it. Like the great thing is, is that I leaned on those who really did support me, like David, you know, for example, or like mm -hmm. friends of mine, other friends of mine, like they let me, they supported me. They pushed you up, like they pushed me up, they got there. But the the people who didn't really came through the world work, right? And it really sucks mm -hmm. when you're so proud of yourself and and they're not, they're not, they're not there for you. You know what I mean? But in the, in hindsight, I think to myself, like, they're probably not the greatest friends in the, in the first place. Like I I'd rather see it now than in 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. As we're, we're dealing with it. Like I'd rather see it now when, when it's like, when you get a great job or like, you know, when, when something happens, that's so amazing. And you're like trying to share with your friends. Cause you're like, this is amazing. I'm not putting it in your face. I'm just sharing it with you yeah. because I'm just, proud of myself or whatever and then they make a comment or whatever like you know it's it's all their own insecurities like I'll always say it is what it is but yeah it's hard it's hard when you're proud of yourself and like I went into the uh spill the tea comments last round I always go in and just just in case there's any questions for me specifically yeah, of course yeah. and uh and and a lot of people were like really resonating with that conversation about how people, you know, are treating them differently because they're trying to do this. And it's like, when did that happen? Like, it's, it's, I think that you're absolutely right. It's like, as soon as you're successful, that's when they rag on you. If you said, oh, I'm on a diet and you can sit there and say it's cabbage soup or I don't eat for 17 hours, like whatever, whatever it is, people are like, oh, great, great. As long as you look the same, you're no threat to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It definitely. It, of course, it's. I think it. Of course, it comes down to other people's issues, right? Yes. And you, you, if not your friends and your family, that you should be able to say that you're proud of yourself. Then who, at the end of the day? But the reality okay. is, is people say some really weird shit when it comes to, you know, what you're doing. And to your point. It's so strange. You could say, oh, oh my God, you've lost all this weight. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing the cabbage soup. Don't eat for a week diet. And people are like, oh, tell me all about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Send and then you're me. like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure. Tell me, email it to me, send it to me. I'm going to do this diet. But then you say to them, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to drink more water and be healthy and whatever. And then all of a sudden, everyone's got something to say about it. It's just honestly like. It's crazy. You know I, mean? it's, I, I just yeah. think it's. um it's one of those things where people do just, they honestly just say weird stuff. And I think that they honestly just can't help themselves. But I think it does give you insight to the point of like you, with this process, you get really in tune with what, 
works for you and what doesn't work for you. You know, and those people should be celebrating you in, in any area of your life. Where I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm like, people are like, oh, I lost my job. I'm like, oh my God, good for you. Now you can do anything. Yeah, you're a butterfly. Let's go. Yes, awesome. I'm just saying. It's, it's really difficult. I find it's difficult also for people to give advice that's not about themselves. Like, I think it's a skill really to be able to offer someone advice based on what you truly feel would be best for them and not actually how you feel. So I think everyone just comes and talks from a place of what they would do, what works for them, what wouldn't work for them, how they would feel, all of that. So everyone's just projecting. I hate that word projecting, but I think really everyone's just projecting, especially in the holiday season, because I think everyone feels kind of ways, right? Like it's, it's, a, it's a very like heightened sense of emotions during the holidays, especially. What is your tips? For dealing with people do you say something do you not say something do you keep it to yourself do you cry later like what, what do you do i hope you don't cry later don't even don't even waste your tears on that honestly um i would say it really depends on your comfort zone for me uh for i'm a pretty loud person i mean you know that right i'm i will say how i feel it doesn't yeah. matter what's in my way i will always do that and it threw me off enough that it kept me in this silent zone and i hated mm -hmm. that because i was like I was like, oh, this is so not me, like not saying anything. It's like sitting across that table, you know, with that girl for three hours, she didn't say anything. I hated that I didn't say anything at that moment. Like normally yeah. I would say something, but it was because it was to do with me and like the way I feel, I felt too vulnerable to say something. But in hindsight, I would love to sit there and go right at that moment. Now you can't shut me up. Like you yeah. say something about it, you're going to hear it. Like, it's not a question about it. I think that it really, it really goes with your comfort zone. But I think that regardless, at the end, you need to remember that it's not your problem. It's their problem. And you just need to keep shining bright the way that you are, you know, and that's it. And it's easier said than done. But if you keep that in the, in the forefront of your mind, some people it's worth it to say something and have that conversation. And some people it's just let it go because it's not going to change anything anyways, you know, what like about, you're, what about food pushers? People have this, have this. That's a real big thing this time of year. You got any tips for dealing with that other than like shove it back in their face? Yeah, it is so hard, especially when it's like, come on, just one, you know, just five. one. And I'm like, no, I don't want one. I don't yeah. want one. And that's exactly what I say. I say the truth. I don't want one. And you want to keep pushing it the only person who's going to be feeling weird is you pushing the food on me, honestly, because yeah. I'm like, I don't want it. Oh, yeah. but come on. I don't want it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I don't want it. Yeah, and I, I just, that, keep that, comes, it. that comes from a place. So you're really confident in the program and the process and what you've done. Cause I, I can see people who this is the first time through the program. Do you know I mean, they don't even, you know, the program, I get it's it. hard to explain. Right. So it's hard to explain. They don't, you know, they, they, they say, Oh, I don't, I'm not having pasta this week. Cause I'm on week 10. I'm not, you know, I'm focusing on protein. Yeah. Oh, you're doing keto. You need carbs. Like, yeah. yeah, you do need carbs. And, but you know, how do you explain for this week without having to try to explain the whole process to people? Because I can get that some people are a little bit, they're shaky about it. They're not, they're not confident yet. Cause they, do you know what I mean? They are a little nervous in terms of, I find a few white lies go a long way. Like, oh my goodness, I, I just ate a huge lunch. I'm so full. Or, oh, I'm saving myself for those cookies over there. Like, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not, I'm actually, I, one of my pet peeves is people who lie. But I think there's some times where, you know, when you're not confident in what you're going to say, a little white lie like that can go a long way. Because people just want to know that you're eating. They know that you want, you're eating all the things they're eating. They, I think they want to know that you're eating as much. Food pushers want to know you're eating as much as they are. Or, or if someone's baked me muffins, 
muffins, I'd be like, these are great. Let me take, let me take some home for my kids or yeah. I, I'm stuffed right now. Let me take some home and I'll, I'll, um, you know, throw it in my freight fridge and I'll, I'll eat it tomorrow. I find a little goes a long way sometimes, you know, it's great if you can own your shit. I think that's so important because you are listening to yourself. So, you know, you're, you're listening to what you're saying, but I think also, I think sometimes, especially with the holiday season or, you know, people, you just don't want to deal with it. You don't want to have a conversation with it. You know, I'm, I'm, I remember, I'm a- I remember sitting there going, Oh, I do want one, but I, but, but it's okay. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to say that. Like, that's the thing is that you end up getting, I, I think that that's great advice. Having those little white lies just kind of in your back pocket and ready to go because yeah. I felt like I was almost like rather than doing my little white lie to them i was more white lying to myself to yourself you know yes. and that sucks that's what i was pissed yes. off about yes that's what i'm saying it's the lying to yourself is worse yes, yes it is you know because yeah because you're, you're listening that that's that's a big part can we go back to um to, i definitely asked to take them home it's got me out of tons of bites and bits yeah that's a good one that, that's a good tip oh i love these i'm gonna take some i'll be like so I, at christmas time i always make an extra plate like i'm always like i'm gonna take an extra plate i'm gonna i got the fridge like again i think that comes down people just want to know that you're gonna eat it yeah. and some people truly though they they do show they use food to show love do you know what I mean? So there are people who like, I made these, I love you. I, you know, want you to have my love. And I think that, you know, in that case, yeah, take, take it. You know, I think that, cause I do think there are some people who, who mean well, not everyone's like a food pusher just trying to get you to eat their shit, but some people really do. That's how they show love. Right. So like I told you, if Tony, mom, Tony's mom is offering me anything, like is the one woman in the world where I'll eat whatever she tells me to eat, whatever she's showing, shoving at me, I'm taking it. I'm eating it in the moment. You know what I mean? But that's her and her alone. Nobody else can, can, um, but I think sometimes for the sake of people meaning well, I'll, I'll definitely throw it, throw out some little white lies here and there. It gets you. Yeah. I think that, you know what, it's nice to have a plan going in regardless. I think that, you know, depending on who you're seeing, whether it's a friend who's like super loud and is going to say whatever they want to say, or it's family who's going to do passive aggressive like yeah, you kind of know who your peeps are yeah. and I think that you know you need to be confident in whatever decisions you make whether yeah. it's I, I'll have a bit a bit and bite whatever I want and if anything else comes my way I'm not interested or it could be like I'm letting it all in today because I'm letting go or at the same time you could just be like you know what I'm making choices that fall in line with my goals today I'm saving myself for another day and just be confident in your decision. Honestly, that's really where it comes from. However you communicate that with your family members, really like just uh, my only advice is don't put yourself down in the process, which I felt like I kind of did a little bit, you know what I mean? Where I was like, Oh, I wish. Oh, oh, I'm this. Oh, like, no, don't do that. I don't want it. Or, you know, make up your little white lie. Just be like, yeah, you know, there, uh, or I had one, you know, one time I, it was David's birthday. It was November. It was my first group. And David was having cake because it was his birthday. His birthday is November 11th. And uh, and I didn't want it. I didn't want the cake. I didn't want to, you know, indulge or whatever. And uh, uh, and who we were with was like, oh, have have a, just a small piece of cake, just a small piece of cake. And I lied. I was like, oh, yeah, I had a little bit in the kitchen. I took a couple bites in the kitchen. Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, yeah, I had some. So it's like out of sight, out of mind. That yeah. went away. And I didn't even have to talk about it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can always just say, oh, yeah, I already had one on my way in. It was delicious, you know, yeah. or whatever. I think the moral of the story is if you want to own it for yourself and say the things that you want to say, you're it's you and you, you're entitled to say whatever you want to say. No, I'm following this plan. I'm feeling freaking amazing. I'm excited about it. And I'm just making choices 
today that makes me feel good or I don't want the cake or I'm doing this. But I think no matter which way you handle it, you have to do it in a way that makes you happy, whatever yes. way that is. You know what I mean? And I think if you do that, you can't go wrong. Um, I do have the hunts in, in the in the green room yes. in the back, but I want to talk about back on track first before we bring them on because then I want to hear from them. Back yes. on track. How like how often do you use back on track? And back were you nervous track. to start using it? How did you feel when we first in introduced it? Back on track feels like a nice little comfortable set of comfortable slippers to me. Honestly, it feels great. So I can, that's why I totally resonate with the people who want to stay on the food plan because it is, it's comfort and your body feels comfort. Your body is like, Ooh, here I am again. Yeah. I love my life and I'm getting hydrated and eating all the great things. So, you know, that's where you need to use it. And that it's really when you overindulge, do not use it only for one little thing because yes. it's not going to be as effective. You yes. want to do it if you've like, you know, let's say you do have that holiday dinner with your family. You loved those creamed onions that I keep hearing about. Never, never have delivered to my house that but they sound <laughs> delicious. Um, no, but you know, like you have something that you really, really want to indulge in. You go, you, you do your, you know, you do, you do the, you follow the plan, kind of eat all day, whatever you need to do. You have your indulgence. You know, let's say it's a whole weekend of indulgence. That's when you would use back on track. And yeah. you definitely don't want to use back on track for a long period of time. You only really want to do it until you're in that body state where the body's like, hi, here I am. I love yeah. my life again. Right. Yeah. You're going to know. You're going to know. Yeah. You're going to know when you need back on track. That's It'll be right. obvious. You'll feel it. It's not for a little bites of bits or you weren't no. perfect or your scale is up. It's for you will really, really know. Something you said just resonated. It's your body's happy place. If you go back to week, week when do we start doing downsizing? Week four. So this is yep. where I said, you know, everyone's starting to feel really good, you know, and they're starting to get into it. That's your body's happy place. And the problem with your body being in a happy place, it's not motivated to make change, no. which is why we did the downsizing, feeding the metabolism, the higher protein fat revamped week, while we're getting off the, the, we're being proactive in helping the body specifically focus and release fat. That's the whole point of that. Back on track, it's great, but it does become this happy place where your body's really complacent and happy. And just like la la la, yes. like it says, it's super effective after you indulge to get it to a happy place again. But then you've got to take it from the happy place to let's move that scale, bitch. Let's go. Like that's yes. thing, you know. That I think that's the difference there. Like you indulge, get back to the happy place, and then get back to focusing on fat loss. That is why you can't just keep doing back on track. Yeah, why you can't just keep working on the basic food plan. I got to go back and rewrite all my responses to all those people. <laughs> No, it's true though. I agree. And actually that resonated with me when I was on my journey. I mean, I still am, but you know what I mean? When I was asking you and it is, it's really important to, you know, get yourself out of that comfort zone. It's so mm. easy. And that's another thing that we talked about last week where you're coming with a whole new body, you know, every tweak, every movement forward, every day, really, you're coming in with a new body and you have to keep thinking along those lines. It's not every round that you come in with your fresh eyes. It's every day your body is making massive change yeah. and it's daily. It's not like after three months, then your body makes the change. It's making change already. And it's already working so hard when you're sleeping at night, regenerating, rejuvenating, you wake up in the morning, a new body, you've got to yes. do that. And that's why it's so important to, to work on that mind body connection. Because like you said, you know, some kids, you know, you can't, you, they're eating you out of house of a home the first day. And then, 
you know, the next day they're not eating anything. And like yeah. that, that's, that's normal. That's, that's our body's response. And we've got to be open to that. For yeah. Sure. And the challenging the body each week in the tweaks, it helps. It takes things to the next level. So each week you're building and building exactly. on where your body is at. You're building and building and building and getting even more in tune, in tune, in tune. Wanting to stick with the basic food plan is just like wanting to just keep doing the same old thing over and over and not wanting to actually make any change. You have to make change in order to see change. Now, for those people who are coming back in January, you're going to reset again those first four weeks of the program and follow that basic food plan to really allow your new body to adapt to that and then build from there and then build on that and that and that and that. And so to that point, you don't want to just have it be one big, long, do the same shit over and over and over and over and over every day. You've got to challenge the body. You have to take things to the next level. You have to continue to help the body focus on fat loss. You can't just sit in a happy, comfortable place. This is the difference between eating healthy and eating healthy in a way that's going to get that scale to move. That's, yeah. that's the difference because you could just do the basic food plan and you will eventually lose weight if and when your body has time to focus on it like great conversation with dr paul today him talking about when i talk about all the other things your body needs to do your body really is busy focusing on a lot of other things yeah. unless you're sitting in the perfect environment for your body to focus on fat loss and you're not stressed at all and you're getting amazing sleep and your food is on point every day and you don't have any inflammation or hormone issues or gut issues or things issues yeah you'll lose weight it'll take you fucking forever Yes. It'll take you forever. You know, this is this is a way that gets that scale to move sooner rather than flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Let's bring on the hunts. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, let's bring on the hunts. Hello! <laughs> Hi! So, you guys are obviously listening behind the scenes, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, you've joined us before. We're, I'm so excited to have you back. I'm actually going to link your previous segment above so people can actually listen to that old segment because you talk a lot about your story there. Um, I want to introduce you. You're, you're the Hunts. You're Joanna and you're Brian. Joanna, you're, um, you're down almost 100 pounds. And Brian, you're down 70 now? Yeah. What? Yeah, he's doing really good. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, so I, you, um, you had all that you went through with Anna, all the different things you want to talk about. And I thought this was so insightful. So I just want to go through all of them. I, I want to talk about the things that you want to talk about. So let's talk about the talk, talk about your journey. Just sort of like you know a little bit of a backstory, how you got to be where you're at, both of you. We'll talk about working as a couple sort of later on, but just a little introduction for everyone who may be new to the program and might not stalk you on Instagram like most of us do. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm Joanna and this is my husband, Brian, and uh, this is my fifth round uh, doing uh, the Libby method. I kind of stumbled upon uh, you on Google. Um, it was during a time where I was dealing with my post-concussion syndrome mm. uh, and I was seeing a chiropractor and a naturopath. And both of them had encouraged me to look more into my gut health mm. and encouraged me 
to talk, uh, you know, try to find a nutritionist or a plan that would help uh, the brain health as well. So, you know, I went to Dr. Google and I decided, okay, like looking for like local, cause you know, we're kind of in the GTA located in Milton uh, and you popped up. And so I started to creep your website and look at all the information that you provided. Uh, and again, yeah, I had an overweight problem. I was trying to actively lose weight before my incident uh, mm-hmm. where I had a slip and fall uh, in a grocery store, unfortunately. Um, and I was dealing with a lot of severe headaches and mm-hmm. stomach issues as a result of it. Uh, so I started researching you. I went onto your website, then I found you on social media. And, you know, I started kind of thinking, okay, you know, maybe... I should join your, your program was like just about selling out. And uh, so this was the winter program, but I was hesitant. I wasn't sure still. I was like, I don't know if I should do it. And, you know, I now regret not joining that first uh, group before, obviously. Um, But in, uh, you know, I still learned a little bit about, you know, the program and the information that you, you know, so graciously share on your social media platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I started to, you know, make a little tweaks and things. And, you know, I was a hardcore exerciser and I thought, oh yeah, I'm exercising. I can eat however I want. And, uh, because I'm exercising and, you know, obviously terrible mentality, but eventually, uh, when the next group came up for signing up, I said, okay, what do I have to lose? But hopefully wait, obviously. And, you know, at the time uh, I was $60 for the sign up. And I talked to Brian about it and he was like, yeah, go for it. He wasn't, you know, wanting uh, to be involved as of yet. And I never uh, pushed for it. I never said, hey, do you want to do this with me? Because I just, I knew that you have to be ready to do that on your own. Yeah. So yeah, I basically dove right into that first group and I was trying to be perfect, but I quickly realized that that wasn't really going to work for me. I, you know, I, I still enjoyed the little bits and bites here and there, but, you know, I've been successful still, even with enjoying those bits and bites. So yes, it is my fifth round. Mm -hmm. However, I've had a lot of issues throughout the last year and a half that have resolved because of your program on top of losing weight. Um, you know, my brain health has improved immensely. Uh, the timing of today's discussion about inflammation, yeah, inflammation in my body, uh, and blood tests that I did, they, you know, are shocked at how just by changing what I was eating and water, just drinking so much water, how much that has improved my gut health and my brain health. So for me, it's like the weight loss, obviously, that's important. However, it is those non-scale victories. It's Mm -hmm. drinking the water. It's taking the supplements that are recommended. It's following as much as I can what you recommend that has been life-changing. And I get emotional because I was at a point in my life last year that I didn't think that I was going to be able to get back to work Mm. I didn't think that we were going to be able you know to live a proper life sorry anymore because 
I had such bad headaches. I had such bad stomach issues. I had such bad pains in my body that were just like, was it ever going to resolve? And I'm so happy to say that it's almost resolved. And I've done the work to get me to where I am because of your program. And ultimately, again, you know, I'm not perfect, but that's what is so amazing about the plan is it accounts for those off days. And I have still lost weight and I have done so much for myself. And because I was doing the things that I was doing, Brian and Sophia, our daughter caught on as well. And, you know, she, I've said to you before, comes home and asks for her veg snack or mommy, can I have fruit and cheese for my first snack at school? And, you know, Brian came to me in January and said, you know, can I try this with you? And I said, I was like inside, yeah, yeah, of course. Right. And I'm so happy that he did because, you know, now it's even, um, better together as they say right because Brian you must have seen her just making these amazing changes like what made you want to do it because you can't I know this is one of the things you want to talk about you can't make someone do it you you can want someone to do it but you can't make some so obviously you came to this decision on your own Brian what like what like what was your what were you thinking watching her do all these weird stuff that we do on programs (laughs) well it was just it was almost seeing this the small changes in what you eat and the water you drink. And I've always been a big water drinker, Yeah. but just to change the way of eating, just to see the results was just, okay, maybe I need to get on this train because, you know, I've always struggled with weight in my life. And, um, you know, I just, I figured why not give it a try? So, I kind of sat in the background and did did the first group, you know, as a couple and the second group, like once I got into it and, and saw the changes and ate that spinach salad every day for however long it, uh, you know, it, it worked. And to be honest with you, I had never eaten spinach before. Just I had never picked up spinach and eaten it. And I ate spinach salad pretty much every day for my dinner for the for the first three months and it was just the results were were showing very quickly so you know picking up things and eating it that I would never eat before and I I actually enjoyed it yeah so it it just it was a it was a no-brainer and I was like okay I want to sign up for the next group like I want to have all the tools I want to have all the things and it, it worked really well for me and it's, it's worked well for both of us. And even doing it as a couple, it just makes it so much easier to be able to, um, you know, do it together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're thing, the- oh, sorry. Go ahead. What are you going to say, Joanna? I was going to say for Brian, we, I don't know if you want to segue into his night shift working, right? Like he is a night shift worker. So yeah. his schedule is flipped. So it, it, it is a bit of a challenge for us in that in during the week, because uh, he's home with us on the weekends. Um, and he's only strict night shift. So he's not like shift worker changing yep. uh, every two still. weeks, which is yep. a little bit better. But ultimately, it's it's still a night shift, right? So yeah, it still sucks easy. to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but you know, 
even your post about shift workers and Anna's advice and the information. Like I reached out to Anna uh, and I said, you know, Brian wants to join, like how, how do we help him and make this work for him on the night shift? Right. And, you know, she gave me so many amazing tips and, and information and, you know, like the biggest thing and issue was he would wake up and he would start his day at like when he would wake up at three 30, basically like dinner time. So yeah. he would just have like a big meal for dinner and then he'd have like a snack or two. Then he would come home, have this massive breakfast and go right to bed. Yeah. So his, and that honestly for us was a big issue was like when and how we would eat. Yes. So, you know, we would eat a lot before bed and then it would sit. And that's where, you know, I, I believe we gained a lot of the weight that we did. Um, but now it's a total flip of the switch. He wakes up and it's like, okay, lemon water. It's start your day from when you wake up. He yeah. has his lemon water. He has his breakfast. And then he goes about the day as per whatever, wherever we are on plan. And then um, the same tip of don't eat, you know, three hours or so before bed. So he'll have like his dinner at like four o'clock in the morning on his last break. And then he comes home and usually is sleeping and in bed by about seven 30. Yeah. How is that? So, what kind of, what kind of note, like change have you noticed? Like the weight is obvious, Brian, but like, you know, cause there's a lot of people out there contemplating and there's a, you know, a lot of people have spouses contemplating, like what, what, what's the, besides the weight, what has been like the kind of the best sort of non-scale victories for you? The, the biggest change I find is, is honestly the amount of sweating. Like I used oh, to yeah. sweat a lot being a big, bigger person. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I, yeah, uh, I obviously still sweat, but not nearly as much. And, you know, even even just the fact of feeling better eating all those nutrient foods, like it, it just makes you feel better inside. And and to be honest, um, when I when I started on working night shift, it's the first time I've ever worked nights and I was struggling to stay awake at nighttime mm -hmm. like it. It was a struggle, but drinking the amount of water I drink now, I, I just feel like the energy's there. Yeah. And I, I used to drink like probably two or three cans of pop a night at work just to say, this is keeping me awake. It's the sugar, it's the caffeine, it's, it's everything. And, um, now I'm, I'm lucky if I maybe have one pop every couple of weeks or something now, like it's, it's like a treat to me almost, but I don't miss it. Whereas before I was like, where's my pop? I, I need that Coke. I need to have that cold pop. Yeah. But now I'm like, just reach for the water. Don't worry about the pop. And it, it almost is like when I do have it, it's, it's not even like, I'm like, I don't miss it. I, I don't need this in my life. So I even sit there and say, why am I drinking it? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's just those changes of, and then one of the biggest things is the energy level. Mm -hmm. I find with, it, it just made a huge change in that. And energy drinks. He lived off of energy drinks at time. And he would have those all the time. Like he was coming home and he was buying like three or four at the gas station every night. And he would live off of the energy drinks. And it's been months or 
longer since he's had energy drinks, right? So yeah, yeah that's been a huge uh, change. And ultimately, like we said, we're not perfect. Yes, we could do this maybe quicker and faster, but I think the way we are doing it and the way that we are, you know, still enjoying the bits and bites and enjoying the Traeger hood and making some things, cookies once in a while, or, you know, um, we, we got to enjoy some food with Anna and David and the kids in the summer. And, you know, it, it, it's just, it's still enjoying it, but it's not over enjoying it. It's not having, um, it, it's just that mindfulness that's really sticking like I said before, you know, if you go to a restaurant or you go out, if you really want the thing, have it, but have a little bit of like, I feel satisfied just having a bite or two now. Mm. Whereas I said this before where, you know, we used to order pizzas, like, you know, two or three extra large pizzas. And it's not that we would eat it all in one day, but even eating, you know, pizza every day for two or three days afterwards, like that adds up as well. Whereas now we'll order one large pizza and, you know, we might have a slice, but there's always salad, there's chicken with it there, you know, it's just those little changes. Uh, if we go to a restaurant, like I'm like the queen of looking at the kids meals now, because <laughs> I realize that I either, if I'm not super hungry, I'll look at the kids meals or I only eat about half and take the other half. Like you said before, you know, for lunch or whatever, or you don't finish it. That's the other thing, food waste that used to, you know, coming from European background, you never throw out your food, you finish your plate. Um, you know, my mom is still a food pusher. God love her. But <laughs> I'm going there and she's like, Oh, here, have this, have this. And like, she's also the one who's always been like, watch your weight in the nicest way possible. Right. But you know, older Polish European woman who, who just like wants her cake and have it too, as they say. Right. Yeah, so yeah. for me now, I'm like, no, thank you, mom. Like, you know, depending on where I'm at and mm. or whoever, like what you guys were just saying about how do you treat that? I, I've gained the, it take, took me a little bit, but I've gained the courage now to say, no, thank you. You know, mm. I went to that birthday party for Sophia a few weeks ago for the first time and no pizza or cake. And I was just like, no, thank you. And she, and she said, Oh, just, just a little piece. And I said, thank you, but I'm okay. And yeah. you know, like, that felt amazing. Cause I've never done that before. Mm. You feel that bit of guilt, but like you always say your garbage or your body is not a garbage can. Yeah. Right. So God. yeah. And but just to say that to someone, because you really just didn't want it that it's bigger than just saying you don't want it but you really want it to actually be like you know what like i, I really don't want it. that's i was just going to talk about segways I was, you guys you need your own show at this point honestly because i was <laughs> that because this is what i love about you um fridge man barbecue um brian has a whole barbecue thing while he was doing the program you were barbecuing how many days did you go in a row barbecuing something uh well we're still currently going and we're on day 841 so <laughs> Stop it! Literally, you have got to check them out. We'll I will add their socials. Um, that's amazing. First of all, that's amazing. I love the commitment to that. That's insane. And pe people always people always say like, "What do you do with all that food?" Like, "Oh, you're eating all that." And it's like, no. Usually, usually the neighbors are taken care of quite well. You know, it's uh, there's there's a lot of food being passed back and forth. So yeah, um, you know, sharing is caring, and you know, uh, 
a funny memory came up the other day and I made this like massive bowl of party mix, like, um, like a Chex mix. Yeah. And I took it to like all the neighbors and all the neighbors still talk about it to this day. And the one guy says, I tell all my friends, this guy shows up with this food. He shows up with brisket at my door. Like what kind of neighbor <laughs> brings you brisket to your door? And you know, it's just, it's it's great but people see you cooking this massive piece of meat and they think you're sitting there eating the whole thing until it's gone right yeah. but yeah you know. and it's also like you said food brings people together right yes. and you yeah. know, like we had a neighborhood street party for the first time in the summer uh brian you know put the triggers in the front and everybody kind of brought it was like a potluck like the whole neighborhood and after covid it was just so needed right but it was the same thing it was kind of like you see all these amazing treats and food and it was just kind of like okay i had a little bit of this and you know a bite of that but it it wasn't overfilling my plate and feeling awful after that's my other biggest takeaway is that mindfulness feeling that i I always felt that feeling, but I didn't acknowledge that feeling. Mm. So for me, it was always like, oh, I know I'm full, but oh, well, I'm just going to keep eating and I'm just going to, you know, and now it's like, and it's so crazy how sometimes it's always so different, right? Like sometimes you'll, you'll like eat and you're eating and you don't feel it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there it is. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Right. And, yeah. but that's what's so awesome too. And I know that takes a while for some people, but it will eventually come because it didn't, I didn't start, honestly, that feeling was like probably towards the end of the second, almost third round for me yeah. about that whole feeling of like, am I eating enough? Am I not eating enough? And you know, that, that whole feeling in my stomach of, okay, yeah, that's the point of I'm, I'm good now. Well, I remember in the summertime when we did that interview with you, one of the things you talked about was like not being perfect, but just day to day to day, doing the things that are supporting the new habits that you're creating for yourselves, like really changing the way that you are kind of living and then, and not being like, I need it now and overnight. And if you do follow Joanna on, on Instagram, you're always sharing how you feel like you're amazing. You, you'll think like, oh, I'm not doing so great. Or, you know, your scale's not moving or it's going up. And then, you know, but you post a photo of yourself and your body's just completely transforming. You know, you guys are, how are you guys able to see the big picture? Because so many people are so focused on, you know, that you had a lot to overcome. First of all, you know, a lot of weight that you're dealing with. It's taken a lot of time. How do you continue to stay motivated? And how are you able to see that big picture? Because everyone just wants it like yesterday. They, they don't, it's most, a lot of people don't see the big picture. So yeah, and it's not easy. And some days I don't see it all the time, right? But I personally always go back again to your quotes and a lot of the things that you say in the lives or, you know, like the different things. And one of the biggest things that you say is, if not this, then what? Mm. And, you know, for me, I feel like if I, you know, like I, I'm the queen of back on track. I'm the queen of saying bought for president, right? Like I, I love that because I do the weekends. They're just not my jam with the program. Okay. I like to have a thing here or there and I'm honest about it. Right. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, like you said, like I, you know, I have the day or two of like, okay, I, I need a break from the program. And then 
you know, one day of back on track. And then I put, put myself back where, you know, I'm with the group. I'm not, I'm never derailed so bad that I've fallen behind. Yeah. I know that happens to people as well. And that's fine. But I think the bigger picture is that this is how life is going to be, right? Mm. Like if we want to continue to lose weight and not regain it, we have to understand that the scale is not going to move if I'm going to have a weekend like I did. And yeah. I'm okay with that though, because I know that I'm a big believer and I'm going to get emotional again because God bless my sister. She is the one who told me this. And as you know, she passed away. But she was a true believer in the 80-20 rule. Mm. And 80% of trying to be your best and live your best life. And 20%, sometimes that's not going to be the way that it goes. Yeah. And she taught me that with kids, with Sophia especially. She taught me that with health and you know she taught me that just in general like she said you know if you're gonna go to a party and it's bedtime for Sophia it's okay if she stays up an hour later you know like it's just one of those things or if you're trying to do a diet and you're not perfect mm -hmm. like it's okay that you're gonna have a day off right and I truly live my life the 80 20 mm -hmm. rule where I feel like you know, 80% of the time I try my best and sometimes I'm, sometimes I kill it and I'm 90, a hundred percent, but yeah. sometimes yeah. I'm not. And that 20% and maybe it's 30 or 50% because you just had an awful week and you can't do it anymore. But I personally think that I know for myself, my health, the end game is I want to continue to feel healthy. And this is making me feel healthy. And I've talked about wanting to feel skinny initially when I started this. And yeah, I do want to see myself skinny. I'm not going to lie because I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time for myself, for Brian's health, uh, you know, I, I want to mention cancer, you know, our life has, thankfully we have not been affected directly by cancer, but our family and friends that we know have been affected. We know people who have had breast cancer, colon cancer, uh, testicular cancer. Last month was, you know, breast cancer awareness month. This month is to, um, Movember for men, men, right? And, you know, if you don't take care of your health in general, if you don't check yourself, if you don't do the things for yourself, then it's not going to help anybody in the end. And so, you know, if I can say one thing, it's for your health, it's for my health, take care of yourself. That's the biggest gift that you can give to yourself. Well, I just have to say to you, cause I do follow, uh, follow you on Instagram and you, I, and I hope it was a full circle moment for people who do follow you on Instagram and to listen to Dr. Paul today, as you know, he deals in concussion therapy and stuff as well, but inflammation and dealing with a concussion is just no joke. Just getting out of bed some days, your whole world is off. It's a struggle above and beyond. And, you know, people talk about inflammation from this or that, not being able to do this, the scale being slow to move. Like I want people to understand that a hundred pounds down you've been through all of that 
like you, you've, you've shared it, you've owned it, you've worked through it. Like, you know, you sit here 170, 70 pounds down, like it has not been easy for, for either one of you. And the struggles that you share every day in just doing the things that you need to do to overcome your health, they're fucking exhausting. Like, excuse my effort, but I'm just like, man, I'm tired for her. I'm tired for that. Like, I'm tired. Just watching her go through this. Like, what is what is your words of wisdom to people who are like struggling with their own health issues? Because it's one thing to say it's about health, but how do you show up every single day and just reconcile that and you know keep showing up even though you may not be seeing what's happening on the scale happen? Like, how do what can you say to give them hope that they're going to get there or what do they need to do to get there? I, my advice would be to just keep trying and take it one day at a time, mm -hmm. do the best that you can and find the support system. You know, I'm so lucky. He's my, um, he's my rock. Like he's my amazing support. And I know that not everybody has that, but you know, reach out, lean on the group. There have been times where I've posted in the group, like as well, and don't be ashamed. And, you know, if you've fallen off, just get right back at it. There's like, there's no timeline. That's the other thing. Like, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Like you say, you know, you made the three months of the group, but there is no timeline. Like this is my life moving forward. And I know that I need to do these things. Um, you know, in terms of, I will also say like manual practitioners and taking care of your body and the stress overall massage yeah. therapy, naturopath, chiropractor. If you have benefits, just because you're not feeling injured doesn't mm. mean that you can't go and get those treatments. Your body will thank you for those treatments. Mm. Epsom salt baths, meditation, taking time for yourself, grabbing a coffee and walking through winners and just shopping around, <laughs> you know, like little things like yeah. that yeah. are important for our mental health or the hardware store, you know, Bri likes Home Depot and home hardware right? So like, or, or barbecue, whatever it is, right? Like just <laughs> yeah. doing those like little things. And honestly, the other thing I want to say is plateaus are normal. Maintenance in the middle of your journey is so good for the soul because yeah. it helps you understand that you have lost a lot of weight and while you might, you know, we still have a lot of weight to go living that little bit of maintenance life, seeing the scale go up and down a little bit. It's mm. okay. It's yeah. part of the process mm. because that's how the end game will eventually be. So being able to learn and know that that's, you know, how life will eventually be with maintenance in the middle of your journey I found to be so helpful. And that's how my last couple of months have been. And there's a rhyme and a reason for everything. So ultimately, yeah, you know, when I really focus, I can get that scale down. I can keep going. And I know that. But sometimes I, I don't focus. And so, you know, I have those talks with myself and I look at the bigger picture and I'm like, I want to just keep going. And that's the only thing that I could say is for myself and my family, and, you know, my friends and my um, extended family as well. It's just what I can do to be healthy for everybody. 
Yeah. Embrace those plateaus. Be, meet yourself where you're at. Final tips, you guys. We got to get going. I, God, I wish we booked all, all evening to chat with you because we could go Seriously. on forever and ever. Um, we're in week 10. Um, you know, we still have time left. Um, your top tips from both of you, what would, what would you, if you could say, I mean, obviously you just said so much. I don't know if you can add anything to it, but final parting words for people who are listening to you today. Um, I will just say time is of the essence, but sometimes our bodies need time. So, you know, uh, keep going. We're not done. Like Gina keeps saying, uh, and even when, you know, there's going to be time in between the groups and it's the holidays, enjoy those little moments. And if you do want the bits and bites, don't berate yourself, just get back on track and bought for president. Yeah. <laughs> Brian? Um, basically just don't give up. And when that scale moves up a little bit, just know that it's it's gonna drop right past where it was and it's gonna go back down again. Just just stay on plan, keep doing as best as you can, and you know it's it's all gonna work out in the end. That's well, that's what I've taken from all this, right? It's just take it slowly and, and it'll all work out. Sorry, one last thing I just want to say as well that has been a huge non-scale victory for me as a woman is period cramps. Mm-hmm. The way you eat and drink the water, like it has made a huge difference for me in yeah. my cycle and my period. And I can like, I've gone from literally bedridden cramps to I don't even realize that it's coming anymore because of the overall way I've been eating, the way I've been taking care of my body. And that in itself is also life-changing. So, you know, for women who do get their period still, up that water during that time because it really flushes out the system and it makes a huge difference. And, you know, it's so funny because uh, I have nieces who are, you know, starting to go through the process and they're they're so... um, like Midal, take Midal, everybody's pushing yeah. Midal. And that's how it was. But yeah. it's like, I keep telling them, I'm like, drink more water, keep yeah. drinking more water. And the last time my one niece was just like, oh my God, I can't believe how much of a difference that's made. And I'm mm. like, I wish somebody told me that when I was a teenager and, you know, moving on uh, through life. But anyway, like I said, those non-scale victories, less period cramps, less sweats, like everything is just, it's, it's amazing. You're amazing, Gina. We love you. Hi. We preach you all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, you're amazing. I mean, you don't have to look at it before and after. You're you're the epitome of healthy weight loss, body, mind, yeah. soul, all of it. Honestly, it's um, talk about make me cry. It's, you, you couldn't be any more inspiring. And, you know, we so appreciate you guys taking the time to join us today. I'm going to give Anna the final word. Final word, Anna. I know you've just been sitting there listening to it all. She's going to call me after and be like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I just have to say you are inspirational. You inspire me every day. I really, my first tip is to follow Joanna on Instagram because honestly, um, you, you get me through a lot of days, honestly, I just want to say thank you for that. And thank you for being so honest with your journey here and, you know, in public on socials, um, for the group, uh, my final tips are focus on the now. Don't look too far ahead in the future. Focus on the now tomorrow is coming regardless, whatever you do, make the choices now that fall in line with your goals, whether it's the relaxed approach, whether it's 
hardcore, whatever it is, just keep showing up and finish strong. That's all I've got to say there at the end. <laughs> I can. I love it. I could not love, love this anymore. Joanna, Brian, Anna, thank you so much to everyone listening. Remember that you can listen and download this over on our podcast, Way and Regina. We'll store it in the guides. Watch it a million times. Check out their barbecue segment. Thanks again, you two. No doubt we'll see you again. We're going to have you back. You're never allowed to leave. Although we want you to leave, but we never want you to leave. <laughs> have a good night, everyone. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye.